informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Hey everybody, welcome back to this podcast is none of those things, Brian here. This episode we recorded when we did our episode 14, and in this one we talk about Elliot's writing and Dr. Seuss. In exciting Elliot news, Rewritten Lives, your first book, is getting released commercially when? It's at the end of the month. At the end of the month? Yes, by... Congratulations. Uh, thank you, it's by Hard Drive Publishing, so... Um, the, he's in their traditional publisher out of, out of, out of St. Louis. And actually the way the twist is, is that the the CEO and the owner of the company was actually a critic of uh, one of the reviewers of the original release of Rewritten Lives. Okay. And giving it a five star. And so then. Well, no wonder he picked you up. Right. <laughs> so so to the point that like he, we, we, you know, he ended up interviewing me for his show and then this is how this whole dance started years ago. And then he was like, he went, he wanted to pick me up like full time. <laughs> What's it like? What is? What else you got going on? Right. Like, where are you gonna get your, you know, your uh, other release? Which, you know, I want that. But then I like, I want rewritten lives. He's been, he was been after rewritten lives for quite some time. So when that contract was signed, it's like this, this was going to happen. So um, for the time being, if you want to get the. Second edition of Rewritten Lives that's still available on Amazon.com and RewrittenLives.com, but but by the end of the end of the month, it will be out. So then you'll have Elliot Howard three ways on Amazon now. Yeah, Rewritten Lives, Take a Walk with Me, and Evander. So, and here's a question: Is is he going to commercially publish Take a Walk with Me as well? That's already that, that is that is commercially. That, oh, okay. Because yeah, so, so you see, went through him with take, take a walk, walk with, with me, me first, and then he got rewritten lives now. Right. So your trilogy is out of order. Yeah, and it's just that because because the thing is, you know, take a, rewritten lives wasn't self published, but the first my first commercial release book was take a walk with me by Hard Drive Publishing, which happened last year. Right. And so he was, you know, so he. But he wanted to have everything under the umbrella because there's more books that's going to be coming out. And he wanted them all to be... When he's talking to bookstores and other venues to sell the work, like, what more are you getting from that author? And so to have them all underneath the same umbrella makes it uh, a better way, a better package to put things together. So, listen, i got to say congratulations mm-hmm. on this publishing deal. Thank you. You, you deserve the success. Thank so, you. Well done. Thank you. Thank Very you. well done. Thank you. What is the title of the third book going to be, or do you have it titled yet? Earnest Thoughts. Earnest Thoughts. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's there's a whole build to this because um, it's because ultimately there's this the book that ends the whole series when the series does come to an end is called The Life and Times of Michael Tackett, a, re- a rewritten lives tale, and it's actually a story, um, you know, poetic and prose wise. Okay, so it's going to be a combination of poetry and prose? Yes, it is. And, That's and awesome. So it's, it's, it's think more so like the books so far have been implicit, have been an implicit storyline, you know, with you know where the poems stand alone, but we begin and it tells a story. But then 
it actually takes everything and then masterwork style and then just takes the things and just runs right into it and tells an actual story for um, and the introduction in chapter one of uh, Life of Times of Michael Tackett is actually on LinkedIn. Actually, is actually on. I, I put I posted those a while back. Where did you get the name Michael Tackett? Who is Michael Tackett? It's a combination of two uh, of two people. I went two kids I went to school with. There was a guy named Michael Maple and there was a guy named Tom Tackett, and they were unique friends between the two of them, right? And Michael Maple and I were we had a light friendship that was that was you know on you know, we were in elementary school at the time, right? But as we all got older, between junior high and high school, the two of them just seemed like pair off. Like they were the guys that they they didn't fit. They were like they were had their own universe, so to speak. They complemented each other, but for some reason they just didn't they didn't blend well with everybody else. There was nothing wrong with them. They were cool. They were fine. They were wonderful individuals, right? It just seemed like like there was them, and then there was everybody else. But there was. But the relationship was awesome. I always thought it was. Yeah. Right. And so I just combined the names. Okay. Michael Tackett. <laughs> right. So uh, so after that, like it's and but the whole storyline is based around the in, in evolution of an individual. Right. And so nature visual has a name, as you know, and then this Elderkin's characters is about that you're gonna see quotes on that, but everything is done. So it takes time to do that and do that right because I don't want to put just like poem for a poet's sake. Everything has a purpose. And yeah. so it, it takes a while. So I figured to go ahead and build everything else up and then go hard on and finish it. And after I got all the things considered, because the last book before that one will be Days of Revelation. Oh, wow. So it's actually five books? At least. At least. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No wonder. So, I mean, you've been talking about rewritten lives forever. Right. Yeah. And I was, you know, part of me has always been like, man, Elliot's been on this, you know, kind of one narrative this whole time. Like, and this all doesn't doesn't he want to, like, get into a different story? Right. And and, and it happened. Like, and, right. And, and that's where Take a Walk with Me had come in. Uh, because where it, it takes a branch from a topic of rewritten lives, because like, as a poet, if people are always asking you about like, do you do love poems? Do you do uh, you know something that has to do with romance or relationships or something like that? Right between you know someone that you love and you care about. And the reality is, if I'm being true to myself, I'm not a sappy guy like that. I'm, I'm not, but I will talk about the journey of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And feelings I have in the midst of the journey, and so take a walk with me feels differently than rewritten life. You, you when you crack it open and you start reading it, the vibe, the feel, everything is different. There are love poems in rewritten lives in a chapter called you know for love, but take a walk with me takes that and just isolates and then runs with it. Right, and so where the thoughts comes in, it's like okay, so this you you and I'm we're still working on it and. Yeah, but the, the the vibe and the way that this is organized for that is just your thinking, like of, of, of just you, you you take a breath and you're thinking about everything. 
those kind of thoughts when you're alone. Yes, earnest thoughts, right? Days, days of revelation is that when you're done, we've gone, done, gone through everything, you've had your earnest thoughts, you, you tend to take a look back at what you learned and how you learned, and you start seeing everybody and everything you ever went through differently. Right, through the lens of reflection and all that. Yeah. So, it seems to me there are only a few types of poetry. Uh Uh-huh. You've got your love poems. Mm -hmm. You've got your breakup poems. Uh Uh-huh. You've got mourning poems. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The breakup poems could also be in that category. Uh Uh-huh. Then you got the angry poems. You've got angry poems. Yes. And then you've got... Silly poems. Right. Which leads me to the semi-cancellation of Dr. Seuss. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I like So, I will say this. If you look at it, uh, it wasn't really a cancellation. Like, people are, like, losing their minds. Oh, my God, Dr. Seuss is getting canceled. No. Calm down, folks. Read the article. Please. Like, Read the articles, please. You never read the books that they're taking off the shelves. Right. You never it's saw a bunch them. of not-so-famous Dr. Seuss books that Dr. Seuss's estate said, you know what? These aren't really the best. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. Do we think that Dr. Seuss was... Trying like to push some kind of agenda? No, hmm. it was a product of the time he was in. There's also, again, Dr. Seuss is kind of silly. Some of this stuff, conceptually, while not a good look, I don't think there was ill will there right. when he wrote it. It was silliness, right? And I'm not particularly up in arms about this. It's not like he got rid of one fish, blue. F- Two fish, red fish, blue fish. It's not like he scrapped his whole entire, like they scrapped the entire, I think, every book he ever made. We're talking about five or six books that for the last 40 years, we never really heard of. They were they like, did like, when, when they were, I was literally watching the Today Show and they were saying the names of the books. And I'm like, I'm not old. I don't remember any of these. Well, you don't these, remember one fish, two fish. Yeah, but that's because of the fact that, Which like... Which is weird. Yeah, well, because we just didn't have that. It was... We had the Lorax, and and everybody knows about the Lorax. They made a cartoon about that one, and I liked that. That cartoon movie was phenomenal. And then there was the Cat in the Hat, the Green Eggs and the Ham, and then the Grinch. And that was, you know, that was it for me. That was, you know, that, that was good. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't see anything else... And then I guess there was the cat in the hat, but I think I read that like one time, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, so I, I didn't, so you not like, like I said, there were, the, the enterprise, Dr. Enterprises was not getting rid of, they were, they did not close down their doors, they did not go out of business, they did not, like, no, nah, we're not doing this anymore, we're going home, we're calling it quits. No, that's not what they said. These, these, so it's fair to say the books they were talking about, they were canceling discontinuing, let's just, that's what, right. discontinuing, were books that really had, hadn't really been in circulation anyway. And, and and let's face it, I got a kid, I got a, I got a 15-year-old, I got a three-year-old. We, we, if I had the 15-year-old right here, he will tell you, he only knows of the most popular Dr. Seuss books anyway. Right. All right. And so, and even those aren't as popular as they used to be, for that matter. I mean, because 
let's face it, the media now is more proliferated than it's ever been. So if you were a big name 40 or 50 years ago, that's because like you made it through the narrow funnel that the media was and so that you're able to stay on top for longer. Now you can pick up books, children's books. Everybody's coming up with a children's book now. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't. I mean, my cousin has. Yeah. We should write one. I know, we should. Anyway, so I'm saying that... That uh, by the way, just want to do that shout out. Reggie Howard, he's an Air Force Air Force veteran, served in the served in our country, also served in the Pentagon. He had miraculously made it out of the Pentagon before the plane hit nine eleven, right? And he's actually an illustrator. His wife Shawnee Knight is the author of several children's books that just came out over the last couple of years. So just a shout out to them real quick. But all that being said, though, but back to Doctor Seuss and all that people, it's important people like we. I alluded in part one about the importance of being able to read and understand what you're reading. There are articles that talk about what actually got discontinued. Businesses discontinue things all of the time. This is nothing new. This is not a, we're getting rid of Dr. Seuss. This, these, these books weren't even like getting circulated, getting sold. You go into Barnes and Noble before there was an announcement and Take that, take that list of titles. Go to Half Price Books, for that matter. See if you can find those books. I guarantee you, you're not going to. So, you know what I just thought of? Like you said, we're not into Dr. Seuss like that anymore, right? Right. Except now, people Seuss. are. Right. People are talking about Dr. Seuss again. Right. I wonder if this wasn't... Because, really, they're discontinuing the books. Uh-huh. They don't have to say anything. No. They, they don't need an announcement. Just, okay, yeah, we're not making those anymore. You're right. And, but here's, 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 and if somebody calls them out on it, be like, yeah, no, we stopped making those 10 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But And, and to go on with that, he says, now, if you haven't seen our pictures yet, yes, I am a black man. Okay. I can say this, honest to God truth. I don't know if any of the quote unquote black leaders even knew that these like six titles that were deemed discontinued by Dr. Seuss knew that these books were even existed for that matter. Cause I don't I don't remember them ever saying there was never a a hubbub over this. Right. Like, like, like we just got through honoring last month my uncle, God rest his soul, Bobby Howard, who was a civil rights leader. My family's been deep in civil rights. This these books never came up as a discussion at all. He was eighty something years old. There was never a discussion about these books. I'm telling you they did this because they made a decision on their own. It wasn't requested. Right. All right. And That's so why it's not technically a cancellation. No, it's not. <laughs> and uh, like if, if the books, it gets on a business decision. If I mean, the shows that get canceled all the time on TV, why? Because they're not popular. They're not generating enough viewership to generate revenue. Okay. All right. That's it. That's the reason why this, the show just doesn't have what it had in popularity. Even if it was popularity popular once, Cheers was popular once, and then at the end, it wasn't so popular anymore. Guess what? <laughs> they discontinued it. All right? That's not canceled. I mean, yes, they got canceled because they were discontinued, but that's... But did Cheers actually get canceled? I mean, I remember the finale being a huge deal. It was. It's like the well, the Seinfeld finale. Like, Seinfeld didn't get canceled. They just ended it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't, I mean, it, this is kind of makes to the point we were making about these Dr. Seuss books. Uh-huh. You know, they chose to end it. Right. You know, 
Kind of like Star Trek Next Generation. They did. They Paramount decided to just end it. Well, that no, that's a cancellation. Well, they did. I mean, it was around for seven years. Like, so it depends on who decides to end it, right? But they did. Yeah, they were. So like, if if Patrick Stewart said, "Okay, let's wrap this up," right? That's not a cancellation. That's shows run its course. Right. We're, we're gonna end on our terms. Right. But Paramount said. Okay, guys, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that's a cancellation. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. <laughs> but you know, but 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 in that, in that being said, though, canceled or discontinued, I mean, it's still brought to an it's brought to an it's end. Still ended, yeah. Still ended. And like you know, Ford Ford, Ford discontinued the Ford Pinto. They 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 they, they, they <laughs> tempted uh, the idea, teased the idea of bringing it back, but like well, that's not going to happen. Well, they have the Fiesta now. Same thing. They have a subcompact, exactly. Yeah. So, but so, car lines evolve, and and yes, you do. You you cancel something that doesn't work. So, doesn't work. And like, bring in something else, right? So, <laughs> on one final note, we teased this at the beginning, actually, of the previous episode because uh-huh. we talked longer than we planned on, right? Tiger Woods crashing his car, trying to be all Ricky Bobby. Uh, there really isn't much detail-wise that has come out. <laughs> it's it's one of those... The good news is it doesn't appear he was impaired. No. I did just see a report that the guy who found him, he was unconscious. Uh-huh. I mean, you rolled your car down a hill. Like, yeah, unconscious is a likely outcome. Not to mention with all the like multiple broken bones in his legs and feet, mm-hmm. like, the pain just could have took him down. Now I say that about a guy who won the U.S. Open with a broken leg, right? So you know the the whole passed out from the pain thing, yeah, maybe not, right. but still, but he, he was, he was, significant he, car accident. It appears maybe he was just speeding, right, or that he fell asleep. It well, was. I mean, it was early-ish. Yeah. And I guess he was the only one on the road, thank God. Right. You know, because there's a lot of worse outcomes. He yeah. he dies. He kills somebody else. Uh-huh. You know, that that type of thing is scary. I I actually had a fell asleep at the wheel accident. Uh, let's, let's just uh, get this out of the way. I fully endorse the Toyota Camry. Uh, <laughs> right. Because I walked away with some bruised ribs and nausea as I looked at where my car ended up. And it wasn't, it was a rental car. Oh, yeah, I'd have some nausea too. Yeah. I'm not allowed to rent from Enterprise anymore. Right. Right. (laughs) Hurts, don't go fully bankrupt. Like, stay stay operational, Hurts. I need to be able to rent a car. Right. (laughs) Well, I will say this. With the, that being said, Genesis got a huge pop, you know, from uh, a pop, you know, <laughs> right? Because, 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 you know, the news reporters, several reporters, several news organizations said the reason why he survived was because of the vehicle, right? The way that it was designed, and, and they showed when they showed it, yes, it rolled down the 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 off a cliff and all that, but the cabin was like. Was fine, right? The engine, the, the engine fell off. Yes, but it was designed for that because most engines, you know, have the whole fall away thing anyway, so it doesn't 
crumble back into the cabin, right? And but the cabin itself was where was that's as good as it's, as it's going to get. So I'm like, if you, if you're looking for a vehicle to you know survive a massive accident like that, hopefully, well, we're in Houston, so we really don't have any cliffs. You can fall off one of those five-story overpasses, though. Yeah, that's true. But only if you're, like, crazy enough to drive in Houston when they have everything iced over. Um, Because the mayor didn't, mayor and the governor didn't bother to bring ice trucks and salt. I should have put a ding counter on how many times we were going to trash trash the government over their response to the deep freeze. I mean, like I said, we're talking about dings. There's a lot of dings that, there's kind of cars that got some dings during the hell ice. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, don't, everybody, I don't know how many there were. Like, there were pileups, my man. Fort Worth, yeah, but... But there's some pileups down here in Houston, too. Were there? Yes, there were. I-10, there was another one, there was another I-45, the whole bit. Tiger, I doubt you'll ever listen, but maybe somebody will pass it along to you. Get well soon. Take up frisbee golf. I hope, I hope to see Tiger play golf again. That Masters win two years ago was phenomenal. I would like to see him beat Jack's record, but I don't know that he will. I don't think he will. He he's got to get. He'd have to get four more majors, oh. and he doesn't seem to have the ability to stay healthy enough to get to that level enough to get four more. Yeah, he's that see he's been investing in self sabotage. So <laughs> well, like, it was there was self sabotage at one point. Yeah, that that's the, not what's happening now. Now it's just Father Time being undefeated. Well that, but Father Time was already you you gave him a license to come a little bit faster when you do some of the things that he was doing. And like you and, and look he and I, I was going to say, some of those things that he was doing wouldn't have made his back just give out, but... I mean, I'll never look at Perkins Pancakes the same way. I, I believe... Yes, I uh, said How's it. the song go? You can do it, put your back into it? <laughs> like, yeah, that, 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 that's about this way. That was, that, that was definitely an expensive affair. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, but like... At five hundred, like I have a problem giving up five hundred dollars. <laughs> like, and, like I'd be seeing a psychologist and a therapist for a long time if I, if I go north of that. So we all learn from our issues, and we all have our own have our own demons. I'm glad that Tiger rose out of his, right? Yes, like and and Tiger now. So you not being a real golf follower. Nope. You probably don't quite know the extent, but Tiger was very much a machine. I, I, I know about that much. I mean, you know, he, he didn't show much personality. And now, since he came back uh, from all of the, the troubles that he had, mm-hmm. it's a kinder, gentler Tiger. Yeah. And, you know, you see him kind of having fun. And... You know, the whole tournament he did with his son last year was awesome mm. because he kind of he kind of shifted the spotlight to his son without it being weird, right? Like cuz it could have been it could have been like the the was it the Moranovich? Yeah, Tom Moranovich. Yeah, 
Yeah. It could have been something like that where like it was out of hand and pressure filled and mm-hmm. and all that. But no, it was it was it was more like, hey, check this out. My kid's good at golf and he's having a blast. Right. And we're gonna yuck it up and make fun of Justin Thomas. Right. And I have no idea who Justin Thomas is. Y'all. He is a very good golfer who was also buddies with Tiger. Okay. And you know, and you see like they kind of yuck it up a little bit. I, I happen to be watching a like funniest moments on the tour video, right? And more than one of those was Tiger and Justin Thomas messing with each other. It was good to see. Like you didn't see that fifteen years ago from Tiger. You didn't see that ten years ago from Tiger. No, but he was the machine. But the trade off is though that. He- I mean, it's, it's all well and good, but him being the secret of his success was the fact that he was the machine. Exactly. Right. So you have that trade-off. You can be great or you can be likable. Very few people are both. Right. Even Michael Jordan, uh-huh. who publicly was likable. Was he, though? He was very popular. He was popular. But, but you watch The Last Dance and you realize... That dude's not likable. No. Like, he's not... He chose to be great. This explains a lot about me, because I like to be likable. This explains why I live in the Dirty Dana. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, like, you, you, you've developed more Southern ways. You can't help it. More Southern ways? Now, like, me, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm older than him, and I'm still as much of a Yankee as, I ever, as I've ever been. You, you kept your crankiness a little more than I did. Every... Love me or hate me, I'm still just me. (laughs) That seems like a good place to shut it down. Everybody, thanks for listening to this podcast is none of those things. Make sure you check us out on your podcast platform and like the Facebook page. Follow us. We try and put a bunch of stuff on there. And follow us on Twitter at this underscore those. We will catch you soon. At some point here in the next few weeks, we are going to do our March Madness brackets. We'll dedicate a whole show to it. And it's not going to be particularly informative. Don't use ours to fill out yours. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Right.